we're going to start out by singing Just a Closer Walk with Thee. Just a closer walk with thee. Just a closer walk with thee. Just a closer walk with Jesus is my plea. Just a closer walk with thee. Just a closer walk with thee. Daily walking close to thee. Just a walk with thee. Let it be, oh dear Lord. Let it be. Just a closer walk with thee. Well, Weak, but thou art strong. Jesus, keep me from all wrong. Life is over. Walk with thee. Just a closer walk with thee. Just a closer walk with thee. Grant it, Jesus. It's my with you, Lord. Yeah. Just want a closer walk with you, Lord. Oh, Just want yeah. to get closer to you, Lord. Yeah. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah. Go ahead, my dear sister. Just a closer walk. Just a closer walk. Hallelujah. Sante Sana. Thank you, my God. I'm going to uh, do the reading coming from the book of Jeremiah, uh, chapter 23. I'm going to read verses 5 and 6. Amen. These days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch, and he shall reign as king and deal wisely and shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. In his days, Judah will be saved and Israel will live in safety. And this is the name by which he will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. 
Yeah. I just read Jeremiah 23, 5, and 6, the word of God for people of God, and we give thanks, thanks, thanks to, God. to God for, for his word. word. Amen. Be seated if you like. Oh, gracious God, Lord, we thank you for waking us up this morning, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for giving us the strength, Lord, to get over here one more time, God. Oh, Lord, just to worship you, Lord, just to acknowledge you, Lord, and, 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 and to just center ourselves in you, Lord, for the upcoming week, God. Oh, Lord, we just ask you, Lord, to just brace us, Lord, for what is yet to come, God. We ask you, Lord, to brace us for the week, God, so that we can go through, God, and, and go over, Lord, and sometimes go around whatever obstacle you may put in our place, God. Oh, God, we just want to center ourselves, Lord, because you said in your word, Lord, the victory is already ours. It was already ours. We are the conquerors, and, and, that, and that we can handle anything, Lord, yes. as long as we have you, Lord. For you said, Lord, in your word, God, or as Paul said, Lord, he said, when I am strong, I, I am strong, but when I am weak, Oh, I am much stronger then because I lean on your power, which is the sea's mine. And yes. so I can always win, God. Oh, yes. so, Lord, we just ask you, God, to just be with us, Lord. Walk with us, Lord. And carry us sometimes, Lord, when we need carry. This is what we ask and pray in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. As we honor the ancestors in our morning ritual. Amen. Amen. Greetings, peace, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Today is a day that God made, and we're going to be thankful and be glad about it. Ashe? Yes. 
We call this portion of the uh, worship service Bimbe. Bimbe's invitation to God, the ancestors, and to you. Ashe. Ashe. When you remember your ancestors and show reverence, everything that you do in this life and in the next is going to be blessed. Ashe. Ashe. So we always remember our ancestors and we show reverence. And I welcome you to the beloved service this morning from my heart. Ashe. Ashe. Bonga, I love ya. Ashe, 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 Ashe. Glory. Glory. 
no name above your name. We give you blessings. Feeling all right? All right then. Good job. We're gonna have a good time. We, we matter of fact, we having a good time. We having a good time. Yeah, say it to yourself. Say it. We having a good time. We we having a good time. Yeah, good job. Good job. We having a good time. Sure. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody studying the devil. We having a, we having a good time. The gospel reading this morning found in Matthew chapter number 21 begins at verse number 5 the scripture is on the screen in this room um, I don't know do it be on there on the TV too okay Scott I mean Scott uh, Craig got it got it hooked in so uh, I'm gonna read the first verse you read the one that follow we'll volley back and forth until we uh, reach the final verse and we'll read that in unison Ashe. All right, glasses, beam. Tell the daughter of Zion, look, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey and on a coat, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put their cloaks on them, and he sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him 
and that followed were shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. When he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil, asking, who is this? The crowds were saying, this is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. Then Jesus entered the temple and drove out all who were selling and buying in the temple, and he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold doves. Altogether, he said to them, it is written, my house shall be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a den of robbers. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sing it with me a little bit. Sing it soft. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him. Jesus. Blessed Thank you for this day. For yet another experience of your goodness. Another expression of the fact that you are worthy of our acknowledgement and our praise on this day. Lord, we thank you for meeting us in this room and thank you for the warm smiles and the holy greetings that we have received as we've entered this place we know it's a reflection of your love for us that we are shining on each other so lord we invoke your spirit in the midst of us we call on your name because your name is a strong name we call on your name And while we call on your name, we acknowledge the blood. Thank you for the blood of the ancestors that's still speaking to us, running through our veins. 
And so we acknowledge the presence of the great cloud of witnesses in the midst of us. We invoke the presence of the Most High God. Oh Lord, the Holy Spirit and the reigning sun in our life. We bless you, Lord. We acknowledge your presence. We love you and we praise you and we lift you because you and you alone are worthy. Oh, from the rising Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Come before his presence with singing. Oh yeah. Know that it's the Lord that made us and not we ourselves. <laughs> That's what's behind the worship. Yeah, yeah. God gave us hands to clap, feet to stand upon. God gave us a mind to praise him. So we praise God on today. Thank you. Somebody shout glory in here. I'm going to mess with you till you catch a fire. I'm going to bother you till you catch a fire. Hey, oh, Lord. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Have <laughs> I bothered you yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Coming now to lead us in the guiding ideals of the beloved community church of Atlanta is my dear son, Molly Slaughter. Put your hands together and bless him as he comes. All right. Good morning, church. All right. Um, right now we're doing the principles of my eye. So this is how it's going to go. Um, I'm going to say the word and give a brief definition. And then um, we'll go through them as, as such. Is that okay? I. All right, here we go. All right, truth. Truth. Truth is the absence of lies, falsehoods, and fakery. It's the presence of honest, open communication among the mighty and the holy people of God. Someone say truth. True. Justice. Justice. Justice is, is when the people who need the most help get the most help. Someone say justice. Justice. Order. Order. Acting with the aim of honoring the agreed upon norms and the best practices that we have identified as helpful to the flourishing of our people. Someone say order. Order. Harmony. Harmony. Maintaining the legacy and the creativity of being able to be your own unique self while seamlessly expressing yourself as part of the group. Different notes blended to create beautiful sounds. Someone say harmony. Harmony. Righteousness. Righteousness. Right thoughts and right actions, resulting in right relationality among others who are striving to be in relationship with divinity. Someone say righteousness. Righteousness. Balance. Balance. Living a robust life tempered by wisdom, wherein curiosity and satisfaction are mediated by moderation and circumspection. Someone say balance. Balance. Reciprocity. Reciprocity. Understanding that giving, planting, and serving results in receiving harvest and reaping in every aspect of people activity. If y'all find some truth in this stanza, someone give some hands out of praise. All right. Next, we have the virtues of my eye. And as they appear on the screen, we're going to say them together on the count of three. One, two, three. Control of thoughts. Control of actions, devotion to one's purpose, faith in your teacher's ability to teach truth, faith in myself to assimilate the truth, faith in myself to will the truth, 
Freedom from resentment under persecution. Freedom from resentment under wrong. Ability to distinguish right from wrong. Ability to distinguish real from unreal. Y'all give a hand clap of praise for that. All right, church, we're about to bring it home. Now it is time for the Angula Saba Seven Principles. I will say the Swahili word first, you will repeat it after me. Then I will say the English word first, English word second, you will repeat it after me, and then we'll read the stanzas together. Is that okay? All right, Umoja, Umoja, unity, to strive for and maintain unity in the family, community, nation, and race. Kujichagulia, Kujichagulia, self-determination, to define ourselves. Name ourselves, create for ourselves, and speak for ourselves. Ujima, Ujima, collective work and responsibility to build and maintain our communities and make our sisters and brothers' problems our problems and to solve them together. Ujama, Ujama, cooperative economics to build and maintain our own stores, shops, and other businesses and to profit from them together. Nia, Nia, purpose to make our collective vocation the building and developing of our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. Kaumba, Kaumba, creativity to do always as much as we can in the way that we can in order to leave our community more beautiful and beneficial than we inherited it. Imani, Imani, faith to believe with all our hearts in our creator, our parents, our teachers, our leaders, our people, and the righteousness and victory of our struggle. Y'all give us some praise for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all be seated. Hey, man, we doing good now. Ain't no the harm gone. Yeah, you, you fixed that. What mic was that? Leon Mike, we got to get Leon a better mic then. Because I need Leon today. <laughs> oh, yeah. Y'all go ahead. I lift my hands in total adoration to you. You reign. You reign on the throne. For you are God and God alone. Because of you, my cloudy days are gone. I can sing to you this song. I just want to say that I love you more than anything. I live my hands. You reign on the throne. 
Lord God, I want you to Thank you, Lord. hear the man who will come and pray on our behalf in this moment of corporate prayer. Ladies and gentlemen, receive with your heart our own Reverend James Knight as he comes to pray for us. Gracious God, loving God, Jesus, our intercessor, Jesus, the one who will stand in the gap for us, Jesus, the source of healing, Jesus, the one who died, laid himself on the cross and took the penalty of our sins. Jesus. Jesus, the one we can call on. Jesus, the one that we can depend on. Jesus, the one who carries us when we are too weak to walk. Oh, Jesus. That's the name we're calling on this morning. That's the name that we're leaning on this morning. That's the name that, that, that we, we are coming to this morning. And we say, Jesus, Jesus. look upon us. Jesus, Jesus, lay your eyes on us. Come on, come on. For we humble ourselves before you. And we offer up our burdens. We offer up our hardships. We're offering up our troubles. Those things that trouble our minds. That trouble our hearts that trouble us at work, that trouble us as we drive back and forth. And times when we just can't find any peace, we can't find any solitude. Oh, it's that name, Jesus, Jesus. that we're calling on Jesus. to calm our minds, yes. to solve those problems, to be intercessory to us. To make a way out of no way. To be that bomb in Gilead. Oh, that heals the sin-sick soul. Oh, Lord, here we are. Here we are, God. Humbling ourselves to you, Lord. For you said in your word of my people, called by my name, would just humble themselves. I will be their God and they will be my people. So, Lord, we humble ourselves to you right now, Lord. We put ourselves down, Lord. We submit ourselves to you, Lord. Oh, God, so that you will be our God and we will be your people, God. Oh, Lord, this is what we're calling for. This is what we're asking for. This is what we're counting on, Lord. And we say amen. 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 Ashe, 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 oh, 
heaven night. God bless you. Amen. All right, we having a good time? Yeah. Yeah, we having a good time. Hallelujah. Show enough. Good job, y'all. Y'all doing a good job, man. Amen. I think I'm a little crooked here. Say 
another preach opportunity. I pray your blessings on the beloved that are here gathered in this sacred space and those who are the beloved wherever we may be. Prepare us for a word from you. Take these words that have been written with human fingers and informed by the spirit. Pray that you would cause the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart to be acceptable in your sight, O oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen, amen, and amen. Oh, I come. Oh, I come. Oh, I come. Oh, oh, oh. I come to thee. put them together one more time. We're we, we having a good time. We're having a good time. Show enough. 
Well, if you were here at the beginning of service, you heard the initial scripture that was read this morning, which was the Old Testament lectionary reading for the day. Uh, Jeremiah chapter number 23. And um, the message that I've crafted is informed uh, by the lectionary today. It was a wonderful feeling to be able to find the, the time in the headspace be able to hear from the Lord uh, with a fresh word. And when I was doing my, my I, you know, I, I had almost completed the sermon on yesterday. I started on Thursday. And uh, then I came up and I was looking at my files and found that I got a whole nother sermon, the same title, same scripture, but completely different words. So it's interesting to see how a couple of years can change the way that you look at a particular text. And so I'll share this text with you on today, and uh, and then probably you'll get the old one next week. <laughs> But I'm going to give you this one this week. Listen for a word from the Lord. Uh, uh, Jeremiah chapter 23, beginning at verse number 1. The text says, Woe to the shepherds who destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture, says the Lord. Therefore, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, concerning the shepherds who shepherd my people. It is you who have scattered my flock. Okay, the, the hum just came back. Whatever you did, just undo that. It is you who have scattered my flock and have driven them away, and you have not attended to them. So I will attend to you for your evil doing, says the Lord. Then I myself will gather the remnant of my flock out of all the lands where I have driven them, and I will bring them back to their fold, and they shall be fruitful and multiply. I will raise up shepherds over them who will shepherd them, and they shall not fear any longer or be dismayed, nor shall any be missing. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God for the word. Uh, uh, the, 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 the verse of concentration is actually found in verse number six. And it says, in his days, Judah will be saved and Israel will live in safety. And this is the name by which he will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. And that's what I want to talk about this morning. The Lord is our righteousness. Amen. I'm going to do this, man. I tell you, I'm going to be out of here, man. We're going to be out of here at 1230. I ain't lying. At least I'm going to be through. I'm going to be through. All right. Here we go. Did you see it? Did you see the news flash? The news flashed across the TV screen and my stomach reacted with a sense of sickness. 
Donald Trump, the twice impeached gangster thug mobster politricker who intentionally provoked a treasonous attack on the country he represented is running for president again. He is the only president to receive fewer votes than his opponent in the two previous elections in which he competed, but the Electoral College gave him the first one over Hillary in spite of him losing the popular vote because them old crusty, toxically patriarchal white men wouldn't dare have a woman for president. He is the only person to be under investigation by city, county, state, and federal authorities simultaneously for various forms of cheating, stealing, lying, and other criminal activities and still run for president a third time. That man is such a white supremacist that he makes other white supremacists nervous because he reveals all of their secret tricks, undercover maneuvers, and backroom machinations for everybody to see. You remember when he said, uh, when Hillary Clinton said, well, you won't show your taxes, you don't pay taxes. He said, yeah, that makes me smart. Y'all remember that? He let all the secrets out. Rich folks don't pay taxes. We're the only ones that do. He is the walking embodiment of unrighteousness. And I am sickened by his return to national relevance. It is amazing to me that such a character could be placed in the highest office in government. This makes it clear that righteousness Come on, we're having a good time. Righteousness is not a prerequisite to serve in high office. You all, you wonder how such a clown could be your boss? Righteousness, intellect, is not a prerequisite for leadership in this crazy world that we live in. We define righteousness as right thoughts and right actions. It is the quality of being morally and ethically correct with truth and justice being the primary indicators of interpersonal interaction and understanding. This leader is so corrupt that he brings out the evil intentions of others. Like those black preachers who supported his presidency the first time around. I can still see those coward preacher Negroes lined up to kiss the behind of the unrighteous. John Gray, y'all know you love John Gray. Uh, 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 T.D. Jake's former protege, John Gray. Uh, uh, Dale Brunner, got a house full out there in Douglasville right now, up there sitting up there with his nose square in the private place of the president. Daryl Scott, Alfreda King, I ain't going to call her ignorant. I, I ain't going to say it. I, Marvin Winans, I, you know, y'all love to hear him sing, but he sat there in the president's office with a handful of whack booty, boot-licking, boot-licking black clergy, and they disgraced themselves and the people they represent by obsequiously brown-nosing that morally bankrupt demon on live national television. They can't even say it didn't happen. I am particularly ashamed of Van Moody 
a Birmingham pastor and an ITC graduate who I remember as a classmate from seminary. He actually called Trump a compassionate person who cares about all people with a straight face. Those sorry Negro clergy joined in with the evangelical white supremacist national Christian nationalist preachers and brought shame upon the spirit of God and the cause of Christ. That many preachers supported and still support Donald Trump is a stain on the bleached white clergy collar. It is a tear in their grandiose priestly vestments. Their close proximity to, endorsement of, and admiration of a clear representative of Satan made them candidates for satanic service themselves. Don't think that only rappers make deals with the devil. Rappers ain't only the only Negroes who make deals with the devil. Preachers do too. Stop playing here. Ah, their affirmative response to the call of Trump sent a message, however, to God's people. Telling God's people to run as far away from the Christian church as possible. I heard people say it. Hell, if this is how Christians get down, I'll take my chances in the world. I believe that these preachers contributed to the exodus and the mass falling away from the church as much as did COVID-19. That's why Jeremiah chapter 23 beginning at verse 1 says, Woe to the shepherds who destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture, says the Lord. Therefore, thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, concerning the shepherds who shepherd my sheep, it is you who have scattered my flock and have driven them away, and you have not attended to them. The New Living Translation says, What sorrow awaits the leaders of my people, the shepherds of my sheep, for they have destroyed and scattered the very ones they were expected to care for, says the Lord. Huh. There's a backstory to this prophecy of Jeremiah. In order to understand what's happening in chapter 23, we must consult chapters 21 and 22 and move forward, honoring God's call for justice for the people of Israel. In chapter 22, we find God's promise of judgment on kings, Jehoahaz, Jehoiakim, and Jehoiakim, the sons and the grandson of Josiah, who was depicted as the last good king of Judah. Josiah was the king before the children were enslaved by the Babylonians. Josiah had come against idolatry and apostasy, but was killed by the Egyptian army. <clears throat> what I discovered as I was doing my research on this is that the reason why these kings were killed is because they were doing the work of attempting to protect their culture. They had been enslaved by the Egyptians. Then the Babylonians came behind them and enslaved them. And each one of these kings, and it's interesting and strange because I'm trying to figure it out, they are considered to be bad and evil kings, but the record reflects that what they were doing was not going along with their enslavers. 
this doesn't make sense to me. Uh, listen at it. Uh, so, so Josiah's fourth son, Jehoahaz, replaced Josiah, his father, but he only lasted for three months on the throne because the Egyptians raised him up so they could take him down. You need to understand whoever raised you up can bring you down. That's why it's best to do hard work for yourself so you lift yourself up so can't nobody else tear you down. Jehoiakim, Josiah's second son, was installed by the Egyptians but became a straw boss for the Babylonians after they were defeated by the Egyptians. But when he booked and decided to stand with the Egyptians against the Babylonians, Nebuchadnezzar, the Babylonian king, dropped the hammer on him and killed him and many of his people. Then comes the grandson, Jehoiakim, who the Babylonians made short work of in just three months for himself. But ain't it interesting how this group of kings was always attempting to reattach themselves to the Egyptians. You're missing that in the Bible. They were always attempting to go back to the people who originally enslaved them. They didn't want no new masters. They wanted their old master back. <laughs> anyway, finally came Zedekiah, who was named and appointed by Nebuchadnezzar. And Nebuchadnezzar was the king of the Babylonians. And he reigned, uh, Zedekiah reigned 11 years. 2 Kings 24 and 19 says, He did that which was evil in the sight of Yahweh according to all that Jehoiakim had done. They say he did what was evil. What was evil that Jehoiakim had done is go against the Babylonians on the side of the Egyptians. Zedekiah stayed in office 11 years, however, and then did the same thing. He sat on his plan but he still wanted to get back to his original oppressor. Or, this is what messed me up, could it be that they was trying to get back what they can, folks? Could it be that Western theology has caused us to believe that the Israelites and the Egyptians were always at war with each other? Could it not have been that because they were in each other's proximity for 400 years that they became... The same people? I don't know. I'm just, you know, thinking theologically. Yeah. So what Zedekiah did was he tried the same flip-flop maneuver that got Jehoiakim killed and ended up triggering a Babylonian offensive that resulted in the destruction of Jerusalem, the Jerusalem temple, and the mass murder and re-enslavement of the people of the children of Israel. Or could the issue be that it don't make no difference if you're attempting to protect your culture, if you set your people up to get knocked off? It don't make no difference what you was trying to do if the end result is that your people got murdered. I don't know. I'm, just, I'm wrestling with it. This is the backstory, however. And the aforementioned kings are the shepherds that have scattered the flock and driven the people away that they were supposed to be caring for. 
That's what the research reveals. Interestingly, Jeremiah does not list Zedekiah's name in his proclamations of judgment that we find in chapter 22. And scholars believe that the reason that Zedekiah, the worst king of all, was not mentioned is because he was still in power when Jeremiah was talking all that talk he was talking. My research also reveals that Zedekiah was misnamed righteous of Yahweh by Nebuchadnezzar because they were slaves. Remember, none of these kings' names were their names. They were always given names. Your enslaver gives you the name that they want you to have until you get like us and just start naming yourself slave names anyway. <laughs> so, so we're having a good time, right? We good? <laughs> okay. So, see... He was named that by Nebuchadnezzar when actuality another king was prophesied to come. And his name is the Lord is our righteousness. See, beloved, uh, the problem with these shepherds was that they were unclear about their roles and their responsibilities as leaders of God's people. People got to understand, these ain't your people. You ain't my people. You God's people. Black preachers got it bad. Yeah, my Negroes, my people, my congregation. Man, them God's people. See, they didn't understand that their primary responsibility was to ensure the welfare and care for the people. When a leader serves and protects the people, that leader has already pleased God. Oh, my precious sisters and my good brothers, please understand that serving the people is tantamount to serving God. It's the same thing. When you serve God's people, you are serving God. When you misrepresent the people, you misrepresent God. When you lift up the people, you lift up God. When you prioritize your own comfort and notoriety, you dishonor God and God's people. Do you see what I am saying? That's why the kings of old and many of the preachers of today have been classified as evil and wicked. They put themselves and their desires for elevation before the upliftment of God's people. I told you I got a fresh word on that thing. What sorrow awaits the leaders of my people. Hmm the shepherds of my sheep, what sorrow awaits them. For they have destroyed and scattered the very ones they were expected to care for, says the Lord. See, the average peach preacher, politician, or leader is motivated by one or a combination of these four goals. Number one, goal number one, to be seen as superior to others. That's why people want to be in this business. To seem to be superior to others. The other reason is people want to be in control of other people. Reason number three is we want to please other people. 
And the fourth reason people aspire for leadership is so that they can be taken care of by other people. So to be superior to others, to be in control of others, to please others, or to be taken care of by others. And or, thank you. These are the goals that motivate and drive people into leadership. Most, most leaders, sisters and brothers, don't understand the assignment. The job of shepherd is a job of servanthood. You see why I came, I came in here dancing, happy and laughing and, and having fun this morning? Because it's a joy to be able to serve. It's a joy to be called to serve. The job of shepherd is a job of servanthood. That's why I'm called to be the senior servant of the beloved community, not the grand, exalted, poobah, supreme ruler of the historic Pittsburgh community. Do y'all feel what I'm saying? Shepherding, shepherding was a lowly occupation involving long and erratic hours. People calling you and they expect that every time you, they call that you answer. You don't have to answer your phone, but every time somebody calls me, the expectation is, is that I pick it up and I got something positive to say. Yeah. Yeah, being a shepherd is not a glamorous job. It's a lowly occupation involving long and erratic hours, hard and dangerous work, and modest pay. To be sure, some people respect the work of good shepherds. But usually people tend to take for granted the work of the people loving hard work and hard serving broke ass shepherd while they celebrate the charismatic self-absorbed prima donna who is robbing God and the people. You don't like it when a brother be out here grinding with you. You want somebody elevated, cloud walking. Just walk around in tight suit. That's why I put my little suit on. It's a blue jean suit, but it's still a suit. Because I wanted to pretend like I was a biggity, big, respectable preacher. People tend to like representations of royalty. That's what the real issue is. Can I, can I say it like I feel it? Can I say it like I feel it? Niggas like king shit. Huh? We, we like ostentatious manifestations of greed and excess. We, we like it. We, we celebrate the dope man. We, yeah, we celebrate Rowan Ike and T.D., we say they great. They got to be great because they got money. They got to be great because they got money. Uh, we like bling and bowling, even if we can't do it ourselves. 
We have become like our oppressors. We might be broke, but we want to associate ourselves with money. We will willingly give our time, money, and other resources to lifting up an egomaniacal leader while the community disintegrates around us. Corner boys will make the plug rich while putting their lives and liberty and jeopardy, and you'll never see the man who really got the dope. Rappers be making music that they know is disrespectful, hurtful, and undermining of our community while trying to get a million dollars while uncritically making the Cracker Jew record executives billionaires ten times over. Black people be promoting black and white and Asian politicians who don't give a damn about black people, putting them into office while they ignore the black agenda. I don't know. I don't know that God is saying, or rather I do know that God is saying woe to the shepherds. But I wonder if some of the blame for disingenuous and ineffective leadership might not fall on the sheep who empower these bogus shepherds. I don't know. Is it the shepherd's fault or is it the sheep's fault? Hell, if the sheep would just be in the pasture and eat the damn grass and not wander off and get ate up, you wouldn't even need no shepherd. <laughs> God says the shepherds are so dirty, some will put them in the dirt where they belong. I will attend to you for your evil doing, says the Lord. Verse 3 says, Then I will gather the remnant of my flock out of all the lands where I have driven them, and I will bring them back to their fold, and they shall be fruitful and multiply. Jeremiah is prophesizing about the children who had been decimated because of a succession of bad decisions and bad moves made by a succession of bad kings. God says, I am going to gather up a faithful few who remain spiritually connected to the beloved and we will bless and love and testify to a hurting people and draw them in to safety and salvation. The that we enjoy and we shall grow and develop into the victorious church that God is calling us to be. Can you shout glory right there? Glory. All right, we're having a good time. Come on, we're having a good time. Verse 4 declares, I will raise up shepherds over them who will shepherd them and they shall no longer fear or be dismayed nor shall any be Missing, says the Lord. And they shall fear no more, nor be dismayed, neither shall any be lacking, says Yahweh. Here is a prophecy of God preparing and providing the conscientious women and men that are needed to provide the leadership necessary for the rebuilding of our community, a community wherein the people who need the most help get the most help. Finally, sisters and brothers, I'm getting out of here. Verses 5 and 6 points the children 
in a futuristic direction to the one leader who is worthy of their loyal fellowship. The text says the days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will raise, raise up for David a righteous branch. Mm-hmm. And he shall, he shall reign, reign as king and deal wisely and shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. In his days, Judah will be saved and Israel will live in safety. And this is the name by which he shall be called. The name is the Lord is our righteousness. Somebody say the Lord is our righteousness. Yeah, Lord. And oh, my spiritual brothers and my powerful sister, the traditional Christian interpretation of this text points us in the direction of sweet black Jesus of Nazareth who is known as the root of Jesse and the branch of David. In other words, his name is the Lord is our righteousness. Can you hear what I'm saying? He came into the world to bring righteousness as a normative value, as operation among humanity, but the world would not receive him. John said he came unto his own and his own received him not but as many as he received and as many as received him he gave them power to become the daughters and the sons of God even to them who believe on his name I need to ask you y'all one more time what's his name the Lord is our righteousness the Lord is our righteousness that's his name 2022 is coming to a close world war 
seems imminent. Inflation is high. Wages are stagnant. People are still suffering and still waiting on a righteous leader. Here come Obama, but Obama couldn't fix it. I guess he wasn't righteous enough. We still looking for a righteous leader to emerge from among us and provide for us the salvation and the safety that we deserve to expect. We need a righteous leader. Our people are suffering, but we should know by now, can't no man do it because the Lord is our righteousness. Since they murdered our Malcolm, since they killed our king, no man has emerged from among our people to be counted among the righteous. So we call on the name that is above every name, the Good Shepherd, and his name is the Lord, is our righteousness. But if you don't mind, let me invite you to stand on your feet, throw your head back, and call the name that we know that changes things. His name is sweet black Jesus, our African Messiah, the Lamb of God, the name of God personified in his son, Emmanuel, God is with us. Ain't the Lord all right? Somebody shout yeah. Say yeah. Shout yeah. Yeah, Lord. I wanted to give you a chance to call on the name. Can you open your mouth and shout Jesus? Jesus. Great I am that I am. Leaning post, bridge over troubled water, rock in a weary land. The fairest of 10,000. What's his name? Jesus. I call him, and the more I call him, the better I feel. Is there anybody here who going through a thing, mind way down, can't pull it together? Now, let me give you a recipe for restoration. Open your mouth wherever you are and call his name. Shout, Jesus, I need your help. Jesus, you are my righteousness. Jesus, you are my justice. Jesus, 
and to show themselves righteous among us. Perhaps we're looking in the wrong place. Human beings, just human beings, man. But look, this is what the Spirit showed me about this situation, man. Because uh, I've been talking about the name, right? And Spirit showed me that yes the name is important because like we we spell names right and spells names cast spells that's that's why it was imperative for them to change our names right and to make us feel strange when we see African names and words it makes us feel strange but the ancestors Look, what Spirit showed me was the name is important, but it ain't as important as the blood. See, the blood, the blood is where our identity is, not our names. And even though Jesus has been referred to by many names, 
is the blood of our ancestor which is flowing and coursing through us right now which gives us the strength and power to stand even in the midst of all of the obstacles that have been placed before us. Look, we ain't been enslaved no more than the, Egypt, uh, than the Israelites were. They made it through and they still call on the name. God is placing a call and I'm placing a call out right now. I need for each of you to bring somebody with you because he said he's going to bring the people back from wherever they were. Well, they ain't coming back unless you bring them. They ain't, if they had sense enough to come back, they would be back. They need your influence. Those who call on the name the Lord is our righteousness. We having a good time? Put your hands together. All right. Amen. We offer Christ. We offer Christ. Ooh, me and my baby boy and my friend, let's do this thing. We offer Christ to you, oh my brother. We
from the people on, who were in church with us on live, right? And I answered the comments, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then there was a brother who was on there, and I didn't know this brother or anything, and he said, you know what, man, if I was there, I would join the beloved community. I said, Paul, say less, homie. <laughs> I now, pr- I now pronounce you a member yeah. <laughs> of the beloved community church of Atlanta. Yeah. So, so if there's somebody who felt that today, hey man, check this out. Boom, bam, bam. You see that? <laughs> you a member. You a member. <laughs> All right. The cash app is dollar sign the beloved community. Pop that, put your membership dues in or whatever, man. No, it's all good. You can hit us if you got it. If you ain't got it, it's cool. You down. <laughs> but we thank God for those who worship with us from wherever they may be all around this country. If you don't mind, those who are in the room, put your hands together for our worshipers. And what I need for those who are out there to do, y'all just shoot us some love bubbles and some thumbs up and just let us know that we together, all right? Cool, all right. Uh, Amen. I smell that the show coming back soon. I smell it. (laughs) We coming back. We coming back soon. I can smell it. I can smell it. So y'all stay tuned, man. We're going to be back soon and very soon. uh, Because now more than ever, people need to hear what real black people think. The black people that they got talking on TV now, they don't get the chance to say what black people really think. Once they got rid of Tiffany and, you know, she gone and, and they done neutered Joy Reed, and you know they had got her when she had all them them funny things going on. You know I ain't gonna even get into it, but you know when she was tripping. All right. Anyway, they you know so we ain't got no voice. Kyrie has apologized deeply now. They came out last evening. He has deeply apologized, and what that means is black people have been sentenced to silence. Well, this one Negro, they ain't fenced to silence. I'm going to say whatever I want to say. I'm going to say it like I want to say it. <laughs> Amen. I say, that's all right. That's all right. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't got to clap. I'm going to say it anyway. You know what I'm saying? It would did nobody clap. I, I'm going to still say it. I mean, Bible study been off the meter. If you've been to Bible study, put your hands together, man. Street therapy been off the chain. It's, it's better than church, I ain't gonna lie. But we go too hard. That's why I can't bring it to you. I can't, I can't bring it live because we go too hard. And we share stuff that's that's intimate with us. So, 
At any rate, man, thank y'all for being a part of the Below community wherever you are. What's up? What's up? Right. Yeah, I remember. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. God is good. God is good. Yeah. Right. I remember. I remember, brother, and we glad God healed you. Yeah. Now all we need you to do is, is participate with God in God's healing plan for your life. Just need to just need for you to participate now. Because God did God's job. Amen. Yeah, God did God's job. And that's what happened to a lot of that's what happens to us. Okay, now you about to be out of order. All right, cool. You about to lose order now. So all right, we got you. We got the point. Love you, man. We understand. I celebrate with you. Okay, all right. Hallelujah. Happy birthday to Gwen King. We love Gwen. All right. Okay. All right. Let's see. I'm going to start cussing on the live. Let me go and turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go and turn it off now. I'll see y'all. Because <laughs> Negroes be over here tripping. But, that, <laughs> but that's church. That's the black church. All right. All right. Thank God for Brother Roger. Thank you, Roger. Sit down now, though. All right. Sit on down. Sit on down. Take a load off. All right. Cool. All right. We good. All right. Yes? Okay, when? First Sunday in December, Freedom School is back on. So 9.30 on Sunday morning, the first Sunday in December, we're going back to Freedom School. And I got a, a special announcement that's going to be coming up on our, uh, having to do with our Christmas worship service. It's going to be something that you are not going to want to miss. So while you round the tree opening up presents, man, we're going to be up in there with you. But just stay tuned. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be ridiculous. All right. To all of those who are in the room, let me say thank God for you. God bless you. Bless your heart. I love y'all, man. Y'all y'all hold it down for a brother, man. Because <laughs> the people be out there be, you know, doing their thing. But ain't nothing like y'all in here now. I need to see you. So make sure you come next Sunday and bring somebody with you. Yes, sir. Okay, uh, this coming Friday, are uh, you on your own? You're going to have to try to figure out how to make it home with your paycheck this Friday because our paycheck, 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 help, 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 uh, Alcoholics Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous meeting uh, will not meet this Friday. But the following Friday, we'll be back. We'll be in the house, all right? So you're on your own this Friday to get home with that paycheck. But we're going to... Be praying for you that the Lord give you the strength and the discipline, the discipline and the power over your addiction to be able to make it to your family with the sustenance that they need. All right. The food pantry is wide open right now. And so if you or somebody you know is in need of a 30-pound box of food, we got it. Uh, stop by the Below Community or the Little Zion Annex of the Below Community Church, which is at 1117 Smith Street. Southwest in the Pittsburgh community, right? Come on through. If you ain't scared of the trap, come on through and get you a box. Shout it. All right. That's going to do it. Anything else? Everybody cool? It's our duty to fight for our freedom. It's our duty to win. 
We must love and support each other. We have nothing to lose but our chains. These words are the words of Asada Shakur, who is still exiled from this country. But she said it's our duty to fight for our freedom. It's our duty to win. We must love and support each other. We have nothing to lose but our chains. Sing it with me. It's our duty to fight for our freedom. It's our duty to win. It's our duty to win. We gotta love. love and support. Gotta support each other. experienced in this room and no matter where we are we thank you for being the Lord our righteousness bless us according to the name and bless us according to the blood and we'll be careful to give your name all the play, praise and we ask it all in the name of sweet black Jesus our African Messiah our Lord and Savior our Redeemer our Healer our Deliverer and our soon coming King in his for sake that we pray amen amen Amen. Ashe. 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 Oh. Now reach your hand up high in the sky and pull down a handful of justice and shout Harambe. 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 That means let's all pull together. And if we pull together, we can do all things through sweet black Jesus who gives us strength. Hey, hey, we got nothing to lose. Go in peace and the peace of the Lord be with you.
said the peace of the Lord be with you. Oh, big head. 